the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's time for Blue Darter Sports Central with your host, Roger Franklin Williams. Stay tuned for the latest updates on Blue Darter Sports, along with interviews with student-athletes, coaches, and more. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now, here's Roger. Welcome to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams. It's a great day to be in Apopka Blue Darter. We're on the campus of Apopka High School. Joe Ferraro's here. We're pleased to be joined by Athletic Director Fred Priest and Coach James Delgado. Have a lot of things happening on Apopka High School. Of course, graduation's not too far away. March 31st, we're wrapping up school and and, uh, wrapping up the... um, athletic year as well, but once again it's been another year of great accomplishments for our Popka Blue Daughter Sports uh, especially across the board. So that's what we're going to talk about today and let's go now to Coach Fred Priest. Yeah, Roger, um, we're going to have Coach Delgado. Uh, we might get to talk a little bit of football with him if we have time, but I really wanted him, you know, when we talk about uh, athletics, especially at the high school level, I mean, I still think they use the term a little bit on the college level, but I'm not sure if it always applies, but we talk about student athletes um, at the high school level. Um, you know, when they, when they use that term, student is first before athlete, and and um, you know that's kind of uh, I, what I really love about Apopka High School and our coaches is that um, we really believe that 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 you need to be a student first. That that's important, and and even if you are, you know, you want to be a college athlete uh, anymore with the guidelines, you better be a student first and right from the get go when you walk in the building, and. Um, uh, Coach Delgado has been charged with running a program here uh, at the school that we're going to let him talk about because I'm going to I wouldn't do it justice to, to but just uh, real quickly uh, that you know really kind of helps our people understand uh, and, and give them some uh, uh, give them some motivation to be that student. Uh, and right from the beginning, I know when we have orientation uh, for the eighth graders that are going to be ninth graders, Coach Delgado talks about it, and we talk about how anymore as a freshman, you have to hit the road running if you're an athlete. You can't. It used to be in the past you could you could uh, you know kind of feel your way through your freshman year, and if you mess up, you could catch up. You can't catch up hardly anymore. If you mess up, you, it's a long road to try to pull to get back. So what Coach Delgado's program that he's uh, been charged with doing helps get that done, but it helps recognize uh, those kids that are students first, and then if they happen to be athletes, then that's great too. So uh, Coach Delgado, who was also our offensive line coach uh, that's been on the show before, we're going to let him talk about that program. Thank right. you, guys. Thank yeah, you, Coach. Both. Great to see you again. Yeah, always, always great to be on the show. I, I think, uh, you know, along with Coach, what Coach Priest said about the program, the best thing about it is that it doesn't only encourage athletes, encourage all students. And, and so true, what he said as far as hitting the ground running when they're in their freshman year. We can't get them getting good grades soon enough. 
Um, it's amazing how your freshman year really sets you apart and, and sets the tone for the rest of your high school career. And what we do within the ACS is we just celebrate the academic games that are made. I mean, every month we're, we're celebrating students of the month. And then at the end of the school year, we're looking at, um, well, I should say throughout the school year, we're looking at growth in their GPA and celebrating that with certificates from our principal, whether it's gold, silver, um, and, and it's just growing and gaining in their GPA and, and uh, causing them to prepare for success, maybe without even knowing it. Um, and what we do after their first year with us is we celebrate them by giving them apparel. So if you have a certain GPA, you earn certain apparel items. And if you have a 2.0, you might earn one thing, a T-shirt that says the Academic Consortium of Scholars, and you're automatically inducted in. But if you have a 4.0, you're going to earn a T-shirt, a polo, a jersey, nice. a sweatshirt, and a jacket, along with other items throughout the school year. So, And all this stuff comes free to our students. And so it's really a... Uh, uh, idea that was birthed by Mr. Guthrie and we've kind of run with it and done really well with it. I think our kids appreciate it and you could see them around campus and around the community wearing that apparel. Um, the neatest thing is when it's that time to hand out apparel, students are wondering, well how do I get this item? What do I have to do in order to get a jacket and and how do I what grades do I have to have in order to achieve that level and because it's absolutely free to them their work that they put into it the way they earn it is based on what they do every day in the classroom so it benefits everybody on this campus and eventually it's going to benefit this community because hopefully it'll help us produce our next leaders what a great incentive absolutely I mean it's something I wish I had when we were in school Um, I wasn't nearly smart enough to earn all of it but I would have earned a few things and, you know, at the end of the day, our kids need that push because, unfortunately, not everybody's intrinsically motivated the way they might have been at one time. Um, and athletics obviously helps, but this marries everything that athletics already does. Um, it takes a student who maybe can't get on the basketball court because he's five foot eight, and maybe he's not able to, to participate in certain things on this campus, but everybody can participate academically. It gives you a certain... Um, camaraderie, a certain fraternity, a certain piece that that may have been missing before. And at the end of the day, it's paid for through gifts, through donations made by this community, individuals, businesses. And in the summertime, I'm tasked with trying to find those funds. Um, So I can't do enough in that area, obviously. And thankfully, Mr. Guthrie has the vision of seeing it through, regardless of where we end up with that. Is this program exclusive to Apopka High? It is. It is. It started here, and we've had a lot of folks talk to us about how they can get it started at other places. Um, So, you know, now that we're in its second year, I'm sure some other folks have started to adopt it. But um, it it started here, and it's still exclusive here. I can see it catching fire throughout the county. Absolutely. Yeah. And once again, the program is the Academic Consortium of Scholars. That's correct. Also known as ACS. ACS, that's right. James, tell them about what's really cool. Uh, Tell them about the top ten. Oh, this is neat. So (laughs) we have, obviously, state championship-style rings for our bowlers, for our football team, for anybody who wins an individual state championship. They're fitted and given state championship rings. Well, we've done that for our top ten seniors for the last three years. Um, And, in fact, in the first year we had a tie. There was uh, 11 students 
because there was a tie for second place. So 11 students received the state championship style ring that it had it's individualized with their name on it. But the design of the ring is the same now as it would would have been when it first started and as it ever will be. And so it, that's a whole nother fraternity in itself. That's kind of the upper echelon. But we do so much more for every student on this campus. Um, that's just kind of for that. It's a further incentive for those that are able to push for that, you know, those nice. that are taking advanced placement courses and really pushing to get above sometimes a 4.0, 5.0. Um, so it's pretty amazing to see how those students compete for that. And then we do something for the top 10%, which is usually about 70 to 80 students. Um, and that's coming up next week with our senior awards night. Each of them receives a medal and a plaque, uh, the medal they'll wear at graduation, the plaque obviously they keep, um, and so it, it, it's, it's individualized for them. So it's really neat, you know, to see those students, the elation, the hard work they've put in uh, come full circle. And so sometimes those students also happen to be our athletes, which is also neat. Yeah, yeah, more often than not, actually. Right. right. And, um, no, I thank you for being here, Coach Delgado and, and Coach Priest, to share this great concept which was conceived by by mr guthrie i think one thing that's in all aspects of life it's important to recognize people who, who do a good job absolutely and oftentimes you know that that doesn't happen and whether it's corporate it life enough. or right in schools or any any institution uh you know people get busy or whatever or you know, whatever the culture doesn't doesn't appreciate the just good solid work and it's great to hear that that, that that's not that's not the case at apopka high school and this program, the Academic Consortium of Scholars, is an effort to to recognize the great work that, that the students are doing. Absolutely. And if anybody wants to give and, and find ways to get involved with it, there's multiple multiple venues that you can do that through. You can reach out to me, James, period, Delgado at OCPS.net. Of course, you can call the high school and ask for me, and I'll be happy to get back to you from, with more information. And I've got a question for Coach Delgado. I know part of the answer already, but but I also I don't know the whole the whole answer is that I was going to. Of course, we know Coach Delgado primarily as the outstanding offensive line coach of a Popka Blue Water football. Um, you know, and anybody that knows anything about football knows the, it all begins on the offensive line. Correct. And we've literally had record-setting offenses here. Um, of course, Coach Degas. Line share that credit, but 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 nothing. We'll give him happens. some but, of the credit, but, but, yeah. but nothing happens without the offensive line. <laughs> and he'll be he'll be the first that. to he'll be right. Coach D will be the first one to Absolutely. tell you that. Um, but but also we know you as as boys polo coach, uh, you know, assistant coach, girls water polo coach, and, and and other areas as well. How did you? I mean, obviously you have enough to do. Um, <laughs> how, how did you come to? I could be the point man, if you will, for the academic I, uh, I, academic consortium of scholars. When Mr. Guthrie came up with the idea, I was transitioning into the graduation coach position. So I work with our students who are needing a little further incentive, anyways, uh, to try and get across the stage. And so the the idea that he had kind of married that position, but he also, I guess, figured that I would be okay with with running with the responsibility of making sure that we're able to go out and get funds from the community and also making it cool for the students because you got to make it appealing. If they're not interested in it, then it really doesn't, it's not effective. Um, So I don't know. I guess I was the right place at the right time and, and who knows? I know at one point, you know, if I ever have to step away, it's somebody else will run with it because it's something that's kind of taken on a life of its own. Um, and I'm thankful to be a part of it and be a part of the start of it. Um, and I'm excited about where it's going to go in the future. Thank you for giving that insight. And, of course, uh, you talking about the, 
know the answer just because he's got passion and he loves Correct. the students. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's interesting because he's actually working on both ends of the spectrum. He's mm-hmm. helping those kids that are, you know, in in danger of not graduating and, and also helping those kids that, you know, they're going to probably graduate with or without our help, but they're getting some recognition that, right. you know, all too often gets not, not noticed. We always are noticing the negatives, uh, it seems like, in the, in the, in the media. So uh, it's a great thing. No, it's a great point, Fred. It's like um, it's, it's, a, it's very important to, to help those kids who are struggling and who might not make it, and that, you know, that's so crucial to get that helping hand and maybe just help them get them over the top. Absolutely. Uh, getting them through school, getting uh, graduating. But it's also important to recognize the kids that are really out there and achieving excellence mm-hmm. here right. at Apopka High School. You can't take it for granted. You know, I, when I lived in the mountains of Colorado at one time, and, and uh, you know, when you first go to the mountains of Colorado, it's an amazing thing, and it's it, the grandeur, and, and it's, so, it's just beautiful. But when you live in the mountains and you're there every day and you drive that I t- drove that drive uh, through this great meadow and mountains uh, to school every day that was built in the side of a mountain. After a while, you take it for granted. Mm-hmm. A- and it's like it's not it's really not even there. And we miss the beauty sometimes of what's around us. And, 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 and you and get on 436 and, and, you, and you appreciate it. Exactly. So, but but it's, the same, it's the same concept. We, we, we sometimes take for granted those kids. The, 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 multi, the, the, the greater grandeur of the kids that are really doing the right things and are, you know, for the, the, the few that are not. And, and so it, it's good to make sure that we do that. And, and this program does it. That's absolutely true. You know, and I think the kids see it and appreciate it for that reason. So, what's well, great? It's so great to have you guys here to, to share with us again. It's the Academic Consortium of Scholars. It's only at Apopka High School. It's an idea conceived by Principal Guthrie and Coach Delgado. James Delgado is, is heading it up here, right here on campus. In addition to the many other things he does uh, as a leader and as a teacher uh, for the kids at Apopka High School. Well, guys, we're going to go to our first break. When we come back, will Coach Delgado still be with us? I don't know. It's up to him. I, I actually yeah, have to step to away to one of those many things. I'd love to stay all day. Yeah, yeah I'd love to. We, 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 we want to talk some football. Some football but, yeah, but, but anyway, yeah. We'll, uh, we'll, 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 we'll do that later next time we talk Do we to have you. a minute Good left? Deal. We've got a minute. Yeah. yeah. Just real quickly, James, next week is the spring game. That's right. right? 7 o'clock uh, at Osceola. We're playing a Jamboree versus Osceola High School and Lake Gibson. So it'll be a three-team deal. Should be a, a great test for us and a, and a good, good, good capstone to the end of our spring, which is now um, coming to an end. We've got four practices left before we get there. And just quickly, in the last thirty seconds, now what in terms of returners? What does our line look like in terms of veterans and and, and new and you know new sure, guys? Sure, there's a couple new faces because we did have a couple of solid seniors last year that we you know obviously are stepping up and to the next level and going on but you know we have two young sophomores now that are going to be juniors that played for us last year um we have a a couple of new guys new faces stepping up into new roles and we're excited i think we can be pretty pretty tough up front i think we got a chance to be really good actually so we'll see how it goes well don't don't let let coach d hear you say that but (laughs) we're gonna go to break right now we'll be right back on sports central it's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now, here's Roger. I, I got a good story on that after the break. Okay. You're back. 
Guys, we're back. Here we are. We're just so busy talking during the, the break. It was a great conversation. Yeah, it was. Popka Blue Darters, great to have you joining us. It's a great day to be in a Popka Blue Darter. We're on the campus of a Popka High School. We're speaking with Coach Fred Priest, Athletic Director at Popka. Hope you enjoyed our first segment with Coach James Delgado. You know, we're going to have to get a scorecard for Coach Delgado because, know. you know, he comes, he, he's, fortunately he's a frequent guest on the program, but it seems like every single time he's on, he's, it's, it's another uh, thing he's heading up and showing leadership and, and passion for him. Multifaceted campus. individual, he without is, a doubt. Yeah, he, like I, you know, I think I said it off air, or maybe I didn't say it off air, I can't remember now, but, um, you know, if, if, if and James will move on one day, I think, because I think he's destined to be, a, you know, coach. a head football coach yeah. or on the college level. Or I mean, I just can't see that not happening. Um, but when and if that does happen, and you know, I made the comment that we would probably have to get four people to replace <laughs> teams because I don't know anybody that's going to do all the things that he does. I think we can find one person to do one of the things he does. You know, but uh, but to do all the things that he does will be very difficult to place somebody there. Oh, without a doubt. And yeah. I would say virtually impossible to to, to quote re- replace. I mean, you can find somebody to be be a line have the title of line coach, but it's going to be really hard to find somebody no. that, that, that do, do what he does yeah, with, I think with the offensive line. I mean, that caliber of it. Yeah, I mean, right. he, he he produces. Um, an outstanding offensive line every single year. Exactly. And oftentimes he has to start from scratch. Right. I used to think I was a good line coach. <laughs> <laughs> until you, know, you met James. Until I met James. But, um, but you know, that's really, a, you know, if I were to get a head football job, again, of course I'd go after James, but um, that that's always the first place to start. You, either you're going to do that yourself or you have got to find somebody that, that can do that. That's going to that's where it all starts uh, with your football and especially program. Especially with Coach uh, Darlington's offense, yeah. a single wing, yeah. the offensive line is, is so is, it's well, crucial. The key, the key to the whole yeah. thing, you know, and, and it's such a cliche. You know, it's you know the games in the trenches, and and you can listen, you can go back and listen to every Super Bowl that ever happened, and all the pre games and all that, and they talk about the game will be decided in the trenches, and but the, but it's a it's a reality. That's where the game is decided, and your offense starts with that offensive line. I don't care how good your quarterback is. I don't care how good your running backs are uh it doesn't matter if you can't block them uh it ain't going anywhere the game is as simple as blocking and tackling and it's always been that way and you can change offenses and and you can color them up and make them look pretty all you want but if you can't block and tackle you're not going to win and that's just as simple as the game is and and even more so with with coach darlington's single wing because that's a multifaceted offense. Absolutely. I mean, you've got certainly you've got your power game, which which is a big part of it. Just you're firing out, but also you've got guys pulling and right. you got trapping, you got misdirection, you got counterplays. I mean, that's a I got to think that's that's a really intricate thing for the offensive lineman to have all these well, kinds of various responsibilities well, you're and exactly timing, right. along with just the the, the the power and the strength. You're exactly right. And what people don't understand and why we're so good. Is because we have to make a, our, our because of the offense we run. We have to make adjustments on the fly, because it's very much like years ago the wishbone, and that's what I grew up doing, and that's what I coached for a long time. When you ran the wishbone, we didn't know what defense we were going to face because every week it was something different. It was somebody something that somebody made up in trying to stop it. It wasn't never the defense that you watched them play against everybody else, and so you had to be able to make adjustments on the run, and that's what happens with our football staff. 
they're as good as anybody I've ever seen because they don't get to see uh, something normal. And so they have to be able to make adjustments on the run during the game. That's why sometimes, especially against good football teams, you'll see early on the first series or two, they've, they've got a stymied maybe a little bit, but they make they make adjustments, and they're able to make those adjustments on the fly and uh, and be successful. And, and that's not always easy to do. Not, not everybody can do that. And so, but our, our guys can do that, and that offense requires that. And that's why it, it, it isn't just complicated because of all the things that they have to do, but it's very complicated because of the adjustments that need to be made during the game. And and, and that was the thing with the wishbone that you had to do was always make adjustments during a game and, and be able to adjust to things or, you know, you could get stymied. But it's very similar. Well, Fred, and of course, you have Coach Delgado, does, it's always great to have him on the show, and we appreciate all the things that he does, especially the, the off, his role as offensive line coach for football. Now, we're looking forward to having Petey Virgos of yes. our state championship bowling team join us uh, in the second half of our show. In fact, Petey is the two-time individual bowling, boys in, individual bowling champion Correct. in the state, and we look forward to having him join us. But until then, what, what else would you like to talk about? Well, let's just uh, we'll do some advertising because we need to do that. Uh, we, you know, we've got our season passes that we, we keep trying to obviously push and make everybody realize that it's a good idea. I don't know why that doesn't get through as much as it ought to you know uh, i think last time we talked about it i mentioned that the most we've sold is around 200 tickets uh, in a season um you know when i first uh, implemented the program i had envisioned you know selling a thousand tickets or you know because i just didn't i didn't see how that wouldn't be such a great idea for people to save money a uh, fifty dollars for you know a 600 plus dollar deal and and a lot of our folks do multiple things beside watch football games and and of course, the big idea was it was really for kids, but it's for everybody. But it was really for get kids to our games, to get them to the lacrosse games, to get them to the soccer games, the volleyball games, so that they were they had the you know the capability of going to those games without spending a lot of money, and so that we could get those kids in the in the stands to support their friends and in, in the other sports and, and and not just about football. So because we have a great crowd at football, we have a, a student section that is probably any given game is three to four hundred kids and. And I would like to see all those kids at a volleyball game. Well, wouldn't that be exciting that, you know, our volleyball team, which is a very in the past has been very good, have all those kids there or, or a soccer game. And, you know, to have all those people there, uh, I can remember a few years ago we played a girls' soccer game. It was, uh, I think, the regional final. Uh, and all the kids came because it was a big deal. And the kids came, and that was the atmosphere was so great. Uh, it was better than having, you know, 100 people there. You know, and, and so that was kind of the vision of this, and I'm still just hoping that'll catch on and people will will get that it's a great deal and and uh, come and get their ticket. Fifty dollars, you know, for for one ticket. Uh, we have a family deal uh, for. Uh, for 175, so you get a little bit of a break, and then every extra one is 45. So, you know, it's a little bit of a break. Um, and like I said, it's a $600 deal for ticket, and so they're on sale now. They can come uh, to the office, or they can give us a call, and we can, you know, uh, email them the form, and they can get it to us. But, uh, you know, I'm just hoping people will catch on and make it exciting. So, that's our season ticket deal. No, absolutely. Yeah. And there's not a better. I can't think of a better. Form of entertainment anyway. I know Joe says there's, there's I know. not a better form Joe's of Joe's more excited about me <laughs> than me, I think, sometimes. Such a deal. Such a deal. You don't find them anymore, right? No, you don't. And like you guys said, where's the better attraction? Where's better entertainment? You know, that I mean, pure entertainment. If you're a sports doc, junkie, right. this is the place to come yeah. to get your fix. Yeah. yeah. And, and I mean, that's or, or, or even if you're not. Yeah. yeah. I mean, because there's, we've got. Four, 
world class high school football. Right. I mean, that's you know, it's, right. yeah, our, you know, literally, we're consistently ranked in the top twenty-five in the country right. every year, and, and there's probably not a more exciting team Correct. in the country. That's true. And then also, even if you're not that big of a football fan. The, foot, the Friday night experience, the atmosphere is, is just phenomenal. The, the, commu- the social aspect of what's going on, yeah, it's just the bands, good. the cheerleaders. Yeah. People don't have those kinds of crowds anymore. It's sad. It's really That's sad. True. But they don't have the crowds. They're like competing with the internet and yeah, things wherever. Well, you know, you're in Orlando to begin with, and I get that. I mean, the your entertainment dollar, you know, can only go so far, and, and, and no other place in America has the the entertainment. Um, uh, competition that we have it like in Orlando, yeah. and so I get that, and I understand if you don't have a good product, uh, then they're not going to come because they're going to go they're going to go somewhere else. But we have a good. Oh, product. There's no product better than a right. Product of high so, football. Uh, and, and that's why people are here, and that's why they still come. Uh, but it's but even then, you know, and I don't want to be critical, but it's not like it used to be at a popco. From the stories that I hear, it's not like it used to be. And, you know, we need to get back to that. We need to get the community together and stay together. We're one of the few communities left. You know, we can't, we really can't lose that. I just, no, no, exactly. you know, and I Especially said that with, at our football banquet. Right. With, it grow, grow, with the growth that's going to come, that, that's going to, yeah. that's really the downside of that's going to be uh, loosening the binds of, of, of just that, that, that bond we have, com- right. the community spirit. And that's the, the thing. I said that at the football banquet the other night is that we, and it'll be up to the people not to lose that. We can't lose that. We can't let people or society change that. And, and it's, they're being bombarded from every side to change that. But I think one of the great things we've got is, is you, of, of course, who, who gets it. So many athletic directors and administrators don't understand that. Mr. Guthrie gets it. And then Coach Darlington gets it. And that's another thing is Coach Darlington, um, I don't know, Just I can't think of a better way to – Put it, he orchestrates a wonderful game night experience in right. addition to just his, his coaching and his, his innovative offense, like the likes of which you'll never see any, anywhere else. Right. Uh, and the kind of players he puts on the field uh, and coaches up so that you know, these guys are given all out intensity on every single snap. Uh, but just, you know, the th- little things like, which are not little things, they're actually big things, like having a, a, one of the team leaders carry the American flag when they lead the team on the field and carry the Blue Darter flag when they lead the team on the field. Just things like that just add to the incredible game experience and, exactly. and our outstanding band does a phenomenal job so I mean it's it's more than just watching yeah like a, somebody who's like a, a football junkie like myself can really appreciate just watching the game uh, and the X and O's and, and, right. and that kind of thing but but then the, all these other things that um, that aren't even really related to football no. really enhance the the Friday night experience at a popka high school yeah, that's exactly right so Season tickets, that'll get you that football experience, but there's a lot of other yeah, experiences worth, that are happening. It's worth 500 bucks each yeah. just, just, just for football. Right. You know, in that same vein that you were just talking about, Roger, as the Apopka community does grow, when these new people come into Apopka, the high school experience here and just that whole nostalgia is going to be very, very attractive. And I was like, man, I haven't seen that since... Never. I know, right? <laughs> Only in the movies do I see, you know, that type of school spirit and, and community camaraderie. Right. Yeah, yeah And exactly. it's going to be very attractive. And so. just to go beyond football, um, Coach, Coach Williams is building an elite, top-notch uh, basketball program. Um, 
you know, uh, you know we all, you know, Coach Lassard's done it now with, with baseball mm-hmm. in the four years he's been here. Bowling, of course, we're going to talk to Petey Virgos, the best bowler in the state of Florida for two years in a row, and the team, the best team for two years in a row. Three. And, uh, three years in a row. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we, could just, we can go on and on. Virt- it, the, the quality of, of the teams, softball's an elite program, soccer's an elite program, flag football's an elite program. Mm-hmm. I'm sure I'm missing some. Right. And um, but it's 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 great it's great uh, it, it's just great sports right it's it's something really great to watch yep exactly right so we're urging people to do that and and I guess we're going to go on break Joe keeps breaking his hand so let's do that. Well, friends, we're going to go to a quick break. Before we do, I want to remind you that our program is sponsored by our friends over at Porky's Original Barbecue. We'll tell you more about Porky's later in the show. But I want to let you know, get over there on Wednesdays for the Porky's Hump Day Special and tell them you're a Popka Blue Daughter. It's not on the menu, so you have to ask for it. We'll be right back. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now, here's Roger. Welcome back to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin-Williams. Great to be with you today. It's a beautiful day throughout Apopka and throughout Central Florida. Talking sports, talking Apopka High School sports, we're pleased to be joined by Athletic Director Fred Priest. Joe Ferraro, of course, is here, and now we're especially pleased to be joined by the two-time state champion, individual state champion for boys bowling in the state of Florida, Petey Virgos. Pete, Pleasure. great to see you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, you know, I wish, uh, uh, Roger, I would have, I, I probably should have written down everything that Petey has done so far because I know I'm going to forget some things, but uh, like you mentioned. Yeah, I was just going to yeah. say, I said, he's, he's yeah, won so many championships, right. I can't even keep up right. with him. So, so, but I was going to yeah. look to no, you to help oh, us yeah, out. Well, you know, I'll mess that up. He's too but, humble. But, I know, he's not going to list them all. But he's going to have fact, to. Sorry, Pete. His dad uh, you know, posted something on Facebook that he was having to dig under his bed to find all of his stuff that <laughs> you know that he had won and, and uh, that kind of thing. So, uh, But. Um, you know, Petey, like you said, has won two individuals, and and uh, of course he's as the as part of the team that's won three, which ever since he entered high school, um, and and, and um, you know, so it seems like Petey's been here forever already, and we still get to you know he gets to do this one more year with us, and and so that's great. He was just recently uh, recognized as the Bowler of the Year in uh, Central Florida, and that's um, for the second time, for the second time, and will be. Um, uh, later on in the month of June, will be recognized by Bright House Sports as um, I don't even is it the Bowler of the Year, PD? Is I don't even know what award it is with Bright House. Uh, I, I yeah, we don't know. He Bright House been, Network's Bowler of the yeah, Year. Yeah, he's getting something, you know, but it probably has something to do with bowling. I'm sure. He's also been awarded uh, the Florida Dairy Farmers Mr. Right, bowling. Mr. Bowling, correct. So, so, it, so you know, in the state of Florida, anyway, he's pretty good. I don't know about the rest of the place, but yeah, I think he's nationally known a little bit too. But. Um, but so th- those things are great. Uh, but what we, but Petey, uh, just uh, is it your seventy fourth perfect game? You just got into it. Yes, sir. Yeah. Wow. Seventy four. Week ago. Yeah, seventy four. Now we're gonna let him. T- we'll let him talk here in a minute. But it's gonna probably take us our whole segment, uh, our whole half He's hour, just to all list the all the stuff. But, um, but seventy four. It's only an hour long show. Yeah, seventy four perfect games. I mean, I don't know if people bowl out there, but you know, some people are wishing to get the first one. I bowled for over 20 years, and I never got one, uh, and I, I thought I was pretty decent. 
Uh, but to bowl 74 is unreal. I think, Petey, do you know what the record is? I looked it up. I, I think it's over 120 at this point someone has. Some around there. Right. I, I actually, I think by one of the PBA pros, actually. Yeah. yeah. So, but Petey's on track, okay? Uh, so that, that's pretty cool. Um, but but Petey, let's talk about let's talk about the team first, okay? Yes, uh, you know we've won three in a row. Um, no pressure, <laughs> you know, <laughs> right? But the expectations are high, and as well as it should be. Um, we you know let's, let's what do we have coming back, and and let's talk about what that what, what that means for our future, at least for next year. Well, I mean, we lost after this year, after winning the third title. We we lost Nicholas Moyer. We lost Kiefer Copy, and um, we also lost Alex Highfield. So um, I, I think we're in the same situation we were after the second year because we, we lost the Twins, Jake and Justin Thornton, and we also lost Grant. So it, it plays a big part um, in the in the rebuilding stages. So. It's going to take some work, but I feel, you know, uh, tweaking the pieces a little bit better. Um, we we actually have coming next year Dakota and Dawson Potts, the Potts brothers. So um, it, managing with them a little bit here and there, I, they're, they're going to be just as great. So who do we have coming back? Let's talk about those guys. Uh, obviously, you're coming back, but who else do we have coming back off of last year's team? We have uh, Keith Horton. We also have uh, Gage Stelling. Um Pretty sure, pretty sure we have a couple of other people stepping up to the JV side as well. Uh, Nick, yeah, I forget his last name. I am terrible with names, but um, you know we have, we have a lot of talent coming back this year, uh, especially you know with the losing process. I mean, it's going to show how dominant everyone is through tryouts. I think what's uh, what's important to note is like Petey talked about. You know, when when we won that second state championship, we lost three key parts off of that team. Uh, but we were able to replace them pretty much, I think, you know. Uh, but here's the thing that people just don't get. You you know, we've got the individual state champion twice. We've won this thing three times in a row. But what people need to understand if they haven't been out there to watch this thing, it's not been easy. <laughs> None of this has been yeah. easy at all. I mean, it ain't like yeah, we're, yeah, you know. High school bowling's very competitive. It's very competitive. Here in Central Florida. There's lots of good bowlers out there in the state of Florida, and it, it, it's amazing how many great young bowlers there are and uh what it takes to to win this thing it, it, it's not easy so yeah, I'm, I'm, the question i've got for for pd is you know one of the big part of the puzzle big part of the story is just you know, you're being kind of the anchor of the program and, and your excellent you know job that you do um and having that consistency but as 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 fred just said Every season we've lost, uh, had big losses. You know, the Thornton twins were huge losses. Yes, sir. You know, some of the other guys. Um, and how, how, what do you make of that, being able to, to continue to plug in and fill these holes, not just fill holes, but do it with at a, at a championship level? How, how, how does that happen? Uh, I, th- I think, you know, especially after what we did after the second year, you know, having to fill the the, the roles of, of the three key spots, you know, it is winning the third title it, i think it, it built our motivation to um realize that anything's possible in the situation at hand so uh, you know we've been there before and you know we sure as can you know do it again so it, it may like i said you know talking to fred it may take some time but at this 
at the same time, it, it's um, it's something that you know we'll take the time doing. You know, competition is the key. Well, well, yeah. That's the other thing I was going to ask is is just pick up on what Coach Priest said. Every, every one of these championships has been a struggle. It's not like that you've just been blowing people away, you know, all, all through the process. In fact, we've gotten down a couple of times and had to yeah. fight our way back from a low seed. I know at least one year. Um, it, it, talk, talk about, and I know it's got to be, the pressure's got to be be immense because it's an individual sport when it comes down to it. And um, you, so how do you approach, what's the mental approach to deal with this kind of, I guess, uh, relentless pressure once you get into these these playoff, single elimination, elimination playoff matches and, and state championship matches? I, we've, we've talked about it in huddles and everything. We've, we, we've been asking each other, you know, how do, how do we approach this? How, how do we look at this? And literally what we try to tell each other is literally it's just you and the pins. It's it's the way it's got to be all the time. If it if it's not that, then you know you're you're worried about something else. You're not putting your your full focus towards it, and you're not going to throw a committed shot. And one thing I know that Coach Priest can talk to as well is that one thing I've learned following the the bowling team on this show is is these other Apopka's got a great as we do in all sports. Uh, following and you guys have a great following at your home matches even on the road matches you got a very loud enthusiastic fan base behind you but some of these other schools do as well and some of these matches get really competitive between the the fans oh yeah it's and, crazy. and it's really an intense uh atmosphere um can, can yeah you well, it is. i have to bring a ladder i mean i literally bring a ladder to stand <laughs> on so i can see you know my five eight self doesn't get to see over all those people and so, it, it, and it's fun. I mean, it's really great. It's the kind of thing that we were talking about earlier of getting people to the the volleyball games and the soccer games and, and creating that atmosphere. But we have that at the bowling alley. I mean, uh, so it's really great. And, and, I, and I, you know, I know Petey can speak to this, but I can't help but think that it doesn't, you know, motivate our kids to know that those people are behind them and there's a lot of noise. And, Absolutely. And, yeah. And so it's, it's really, really good. And, and, and I think here's the other thing, and it's with any sport. The competition on the team is so key and vital. And who would not want to be on the starting lineup of the defending state championship bowling team? And so that competition in practice, that that, that competition to, you know, to get better, the, uh, you know, because these guys don't stop bowling. You know, they probably bowl more out of season than they do in season yeah, mm-hmm. in some respects, right? Yeah, and I, and we, we want to talk about summer. that, especially in this next se- segment after we're done here. But, uh, but that competition. You know, it's you know I found that in football. If I had three running backs that were pretty close, and I'm only going to play one of them, they're wor- they're working it. But if I only had one kid and he knew he was the guy, you know, he knew he was the guy, and it, so it was so much tougher. But with our bowling team over the last three or four years, you you know those fi- those five weren't necessarily the solid five. You know, there was competition. They got to fight for that spot. Yeah, spot fight for that spot. And that's another thing I think is part of the story of the team. And Petey's a big part of that because of his selfless team first, you know, attitude, which you don't always have with, with star players and great great players. But is is the blending of we talked about you, you know you can't on one level you can't really have much more of an individual sport because right. you're out there all by yourself with the pins. But at the same time, it's a team because you've got multiple people on the team competing against another team and. It's interesting to me to see how the how the individual blends with the teamwork. Um, yeah, and and I know one time uh, one of the fellows and I know PD hopefully will will know 
this fellow's name, I don't remember it, was there was a, a, a player, bowler, who wasn't one of the starters. He was like, a, I guess, the first sub, if you will, but he competed so fiercely in practice even that he helped to make the other guys better. Exactly. Yeah. Well, you know, it's interesting when you talk about that team framework because it, it, there's a balance there, and, and I'll give you an example of that. Gage Stelling, is a he's a great bowler. He's crazy good. Yeah. Now, Gage, you know, he's not that far behind Petey, if he's behind Petey even, right? And um, But Gage, in the Nationals last year during the summer, right, was third or fourth, right, in his age group, um, did a great job. Yeah, for the junior goal. For the junior goal. U15 division. He in Chicago, right? Place. Yeah. Yes, sir. In the same tournament where Petey yeah. was, yeah, did, did well as well. But here's the thing. We go to the state. When we were in state last year, Gage comes out of the preliminaries. He's the number one seed. Wow. And we're holding our breath to see if Petey even makes it. Right, Petey? Petey makes it. Unfortunately, he makes it. But unfortunately, the 16 seed, the very last seed. Okay, but guess what? Gage and Petey got a bowl against each other in the very first round. You know, and so and Petey won. And but here's the thing: these guys are teammates, though. And so you you got to be able to balance. Okay, we're trying to win an individual, but only one of us is going to win that. But then we got to come back together as a team. I mean, that's a that's sometimes a tough thing to do. Oh, it is. With that's one of the that but, characterizes this this team and these guys. But Pete, talk about that a little bit because oh, in the next segment, right? Yeah, we'll, we'll pick that up when we come back on Blue Daughter Sports Central. We're speaking with Petey Virgos, two-time state champion individual bowler on the Popka High School. We'll be right back. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now, here's Roger. Welcome back to Blue Darter Sports Central. It's a great day to be in a pop Blue Darter. We're glad you're joining us. We're speaking right now with Petey Virgos, one of the outstanding junior bowlers in the country. He's the two-time Florida State Boys Bowling Champion right here representing Apopka High School. He's a member of our bowling team who's our three-time state champions. We're talking Apopka Blue Darter Bowling and about Petey Virgo's career as well. Fred Priest is joining us, athletic director, and Joe Ferraro is here too. Before we go back to Coach Priest and Petey Virgo's once again, I want to remind you that our program is sponsored by our friends over at Florida Door Solutions and let you know that if you have garage door problems, Florida Door Solutions has your solution. You can find out more at FLADoor.com. That's FLADoor.com. Or give them a call at 866-FLA-DOOR and tell them you're in a pop to blue darter. Also, lunchtime is rapidly approaching. There's no better place to go to get filled up at lunchtime than Porky's Original Barbecue. And they're right in the heart of downtown Apopka at 256 East Main Street. Whether you're looking for, they've got all kinds of outstanding selections, whether you're looking for beef, pork, chicken, ribs, and great sides like collard greens, green beans, mac and cheese, Jim's Dirty Taters. And a lot of and a lot more, and of course they've got the huge. They're known for their huge overstuffed sandwiches, like the monster ribeye sandwich, and the pig dip, the legendary pig dip, as well as many other great sandwiches as well. That's Porky's original barbecue right in the heart of downtown. A popkin, tell them you're in a popkin blue garter. 
Roger, I think I just gained five pounds during the advertising. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm hungry now. Uh, before we went to break, we were talking about the dynamic of, of being an individual but yet being on a team. So, Petey, speak to that a little bit. I know you really was gauging you uh, that were in that battle, but just in general, speak to that uh, that dynamic. It's it more so it. I wouldn't say it's more of a, a multitasking thing, you know, at the time because you know, you're not literally bowling team and, you know, them going right back to individual. But um, it, it's a set focus that, that we, we have to have, you know, towards every situation. And, again, you know, we're in the huddle and everything and we tell each other all the time, you know, just it's you and the pins and it's nothing more than that. It's it, You try to keep that same intensity, that same mentality, and, you know, it, nothing more than to just knock down 10, ten sticks. So, I mean, it, it plays more into, you know, keeping your head leveled and, you know, not trying to think, okay, I can do this and I can do that or, you know, or or if I, do, if I don't do this, I still have that. It, you, you can't think like that. You, right. have, you have to stay positive throughout everything. It's interesting he says that because just the other day I was watching bowling on, on television. Believe it or not, people do that. And uh, I'm watching the the best bowler in the PBA right now. And I'm forgetting his name right now. Maybe. Is it a two-hander? Yeah. Jason yeah, Belmonte? Yeah, yes, Belmonte. And, and I'm watching him in this tournament, and I'm thinking to myself, he's overthinking this thing. Because even the best can do that, right? Yes, sir. You can get trapped in that. And I was watching him because of the lane conditions were two different patterns. One was the longest pattern on one lane, and one was the shortest pattern on the other lane. I actually uh, think I was watching that the okay. other day as well. Yeah, and uh, but I'm watching him, and he's t- he kept talking to his his rep that was there with him, and I thought these guys are overthinking this thing, and he and, and he ended up. I felt like handcuffing himself, and and even the best bowlers can get caught up in that. So it was interesting that you said that. Okay, we've got about eight minutes left. Tell us about what's happening this summer, so people get an idea what you guys are doing in the off season. Well, uh, I don't think they have an off season, but anyway. Well, um, for the very first time in uh, in Apopka history, we are going to uh, nationals for uh, high school bowling, and um, I believe it is a two day event. Um, it, it's going to consists the whole entire day i believe if if we go all the way which uh, i have very high uh, thoughts about and um it's it's gonna be in what fort lauderdale yeah it's gonna be down south right yeah It'll be fort, the end of july right? end of july and everything and um it's it's gonna be a big tournament so uh, I, i'm excited for our guys and everything of course you know we're always on the lanes and everything you know just working on something to keep us you know loose and uh very high strong uh very high strong <laughs> uh, high intensity me. right high, yeah high intensity <laughs> my apologies but Wait, now you have other things going on before that right isn't there other tournaments going on yes, in the summer uh gage and i we're actually we're going to be bowling team masters over in fort lauderdale again actually uh beforehand and then uh we leave i believe uh july 12th uh for indianapolis indiana and what's that tournament? It's uh, the Junior Gold, what we did last year. In Chicago, right? Did you do that in Chicago last yeah, year? Yeah, it, it travels throughout the whole right, nation. Right, so. right. So. Uh, we're very excited about that. You know, um, the, with summer, it's just more and more bowling. So we, we're able to, uh, you know, have open thoughts about the week and everything, you know, actually work more on what we want to. Not say school's a distraction. You know? <laughs> school's a di- yeah. <laughs> oh, there's pesky tests. Yeah, oh, those pesky, yeah. Uh, there's that eight hours in school that messes everything up, you know. 
also wanted to point out, we talked about the, the teamwork, the great individual skill, and but also the teamwork, and it, it's that kind of blend that's led to our, our, our success as three-time state champion. We definitely want to mention the Housers, uh, Coach John Hauser, who coached the first state bowling champion at Apopka, and then his son, actually, after Coach John Hauser retired, uh, is Todd Hauser stepped in to coach the team. Can you, Petey, can you talk about the, the influence first of Coach John Hauser and now Coach Todd Hauser? John Hauser, um, the very first time I met him, I, I thought he was a, a very one-of-a-kind uh, a, a lunatic. Yeah. yeah. So you have, but you did have the right impression. He is one-of-a-kind. Yeah. Um, as, as tryouts went along, um, he... I, I came to look of him as a father figure. You know, he he took me under his wing. You know, through the team and everything. And he didn't know much about bowling, but yeah. Part of the story there's his uh, coach he's John great, Hauser's background is primarily in wrestling. He's in the Wrestling Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he he doesn't know much about bowling. You know, other than throwing it down the lane. But um, you know, he he was our. Um, he was our motivator through everything. You know, and uh, if we said we need to do a lineup here or there. He would do it instantly. He he trusted our judgment, and he um he he went above and beyond for us, and that's actually what led into Todd Hauser after after um John retired that year. Uh, Todd, you know, I mean, he he learned a little bit more about bowling, but you know, it, it went it went more of ways. He um he never he never doubted us. You know, he he went with the, his gut in, in um in our judgment as well, and. Uh, you know, it, it, I think that's where it starts. You know, the repeated success, it, it all starts with the coach. I think it's important, too, though, Peter, you mentioned uh, the other two guys that have a, that have a big influence uh, coaching-wise on yeah. on you guys, especially when you were younger as well, and, uh, and that helped their bowling team coach as assistants. Coach Bud Endicott and uh, Coach uh, Douglas Campbell. They, both of them actually, uh, when I was through the individual rounds my first year, Bud was a uh, – uh, he was actually my ball rep and, uh, you know, helping me stay calm, you know, telling me where to move here and there and uh, for my very first individual title. And then my second year, uh, Doug did that because actually Sam was bowling at the same Sa- time. Sam was bowling the same time. So Bud was helping her stay calm and everything. So, uh, you know, I, I have great coaches behind me and everything. And, you know, uh, behind this team, you know, it, it's it's amazing the the – Excuse me. It's amazing the level of coaching that we have. It it, it goes above and beyond, and I, I wouldn't want to trade it for anything. Oh, absolutely, anymore. I think coaching is one of the more underrated things in sports. And I'm glad we mentioned the house. Before you got, I got actually two questions. I'll combine them into one. We got about two minutes. Uh, PD Virgos. One is, you know, you've had so much success, and the question that I've just had is like. What drives you to keep getting better and keep competing? Because it would be easy, I think, to just kind of sit back and say, well, hey, I've won two state championships. I've got all these trophies. I've won all these these tournaments. What, but I know you're always out there working harder, setting your goals higher, competing to be even better. Where do you get that drive from? And then secondly, I'd like to have you talk about the influence of your dad, Demetrius, because he's been right there. Um, Might be know, his biggest fan. You. I'm not sure. but And his influence, along with the coaches, has been, has been, it's been immeasurable. You know, uh, th- through through the success and everything, it, it's nice. And uh, but you know, it, we can we have the rings. You know, we have the hardware in general. But it, it doesn't go, it doesn't go past the feeling. You know, it, all the hard work we put in each and every year, and you know, it going to, it, it going into success. It, it's it's literally what has driven us. You know, now and then, and you know, for the future. 
as far as my father, I would say he, he, the man has done everything for me. You know, he he's he's bent backwards. You know, he 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 has never had no as an answer, and I, I will forever thank him for that. And that's another part of success. Pretty much nowadays in any sport, but including bowling, um, it's, it's just a level of commitment that parents have to have, and including financial commitment to provide the resources. Yeah, there's the a kids. lot of and people I know that Demetrius need to be involved. Been, yeah, nobody's been better than Demetrius right. at that, and also encouraging and, and you know, uh, paving a path right. for, for, for Petey to, to go. Well, well Petey, congratulations. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. It's always great to have you on the show. Thank hey. you, Fred, for another great show. Thank you. Thanks to Joe Ferraro on site and Jeff in the studio. And, friends, we hope you have a great day. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.